Welcome to Radio Boomers Live, the show about all things human from a baby boomer's perspective. All things hot and all things not. News, reviews, interviews, chat, text, and what's next. And here are your hosts, Risa Gray from Betty White's Off Their Rockers and Easy's dad, Jim Zuli. Good morning to our super superstar host, Risa Gray. How about that? Risa's always on bright eyed and bushy tail. Risa, how do you do it? How do you manage to always be so chipper in the morning like that? It's like you just got done what? swimming 20 laps or something. <laughs> well, what else? there's no other alternative. It's the day. This is That's the day right. that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. So, there you go. I'm just rejoicing. <laughs> well, you know, that's the best way to do it, you know. Give give credit and thanks where it's due. And, uh, well, I'll tell you, Reese, we got the uh, Easy Way Live Experience meet and greet August 25th coming up on Zoom. There's going to be speakers, showcases, platinum speakers, educators on how to, uh, a lot of education on how to build a wall and how to, I mean, how to uh, work with the wall. And we got uh, many qualified about 530 qualified approved members on it so the wall is building like crazy and Rita, the doors are opening out there i suppose you've been seeing that in la the freeways are back to where they were people are rocking and rolling getting back to work huh yeah i miss lack of traffic <laughs> i really I do say, <laughs> yeah well yeah, it has advantages, but I know people were. And, you know, did you notice with the restaurants how they adapt? You know, the uh, sales of straw and hay went up because they were putting these barricades around the parking lot and setting up their tables out there. It's really interesting how people, uh, you know, innovation, I guess. But uh, hey, with that, let's get into our hot topic, see what's going on in the world. Absolutely. Ripped from the headline, today's hot topic. Well, I'm still on the corona beat, and um, mask are back, folks. Mask are back. Whether you like it or not, they have mandated in L.A. County that you must wear a mask indoors, public places. Now, A mandate is not a law, so they have absolutely no way of enforcing this. But it, and it's not a suggestion though, so it's really kind of tricky. I, I don't know what to tell you. They're not going to put you in jail, and we really hope that those fights that break out when a clerk tries to tell tell someone, put on your mask, and then they just swing on the clerk. I mean, that's crazy. Just wear your mask. I understand the protest of not being told what to do, but in this case, we know that the cases have gone up. Whether the masks help or don't help, we'll find out if we all wear our masks. I know that some people feel that it's a political statement to walk into a store with no mask on. We all enjoyed the freedom. We were vaccinated, and we could walk around with no mask for, what, a week, two weeks? I'm not sure. But the bottom line is they're asking us to wear masks. People are getting sick and people are dying still from this horrible, horrible virus. 
So whether you believe I tell people all the time, I don't believe the mask works. I don't believe the vaccination works. But I got the vaccination, and I wear the mask. I haven't caught COVID, so it must be helping to some extent. And nobody in my close circle has caught COVID. Some of those people don't wear masks, at least not all the time. But this is the time. Look out for your fellow mankind. Wear the mask. It's a mandate. They can't enforce it. But do it for your own safety and your own health. Jim, what is your hot topic today? Good tips as usual from from Rita. Well, we got uh, Haiti. uh, Haiti's acting prime minister. A lot going on in Haiti. Uh, Claude Joseph says he will step down as uh, the leadership uh, disputes go on. A A lot of static in the attic over there, so he's stepping down. And the U.S. blames China for hacking Microsoft Exchange, opening new front and cyber offensive with China. Um, Trump says, I told you so with the uh, major crime wave going across our cities. It's been big news in a lot of the major cities. And the people are saying, hey, don't defund the police. Bring them back. We need them. (laughs) Pelosi unveils digital dollar legislation to what's going to happen there. Experts say a cashless society is not imminent and would not mean the total end of cash. Too much of a shock in society, guys. Don't think that cash is just going to stop. It doesn't work that way. Uh, Germany flood, major flood, ravage of Belgium city, disaster everywhere, they say. Roads and bridges not only down, and the bridges haven't been overflown. The bridges are gone, and a lot of the roads are gone. Buildings, they just, the river widened and uh, took everything with it. Uh, it, blaming it on climate change. This is a record rainfall. Uh, rainfall came down and just totally burst uh, the rivers and the uh, some of the dams broke. They weren't ready for that one. So I can't see rebuilding in those areas. You know, move out, back up a little bit. Dusty snow is making the western drought worse. Farmers face difficult times. Uh, the dusty snow they talk about, dirty snow melts it. Mark Wahlberg regrets going on an 11,000-calorie diet, okay, to uh, qu- quickly gain weight for his new movie. So that was a mistake. Three fully vaccinated Texas Democrats in Washington test positive for COVID. Hospitals charging huge amounts, big fees to people that uh, have minor injuries. A 30-year-old went in and, uh, well, you know, some back pain and so on, and they received a $44,000 bill. Another building uh, in Maine, in Miami, that they're worrying about it collapsing. This is people are nervous now. So they, there's a roof that started uh, coming in. So they're doing uh, building investigations there. I would be a little nervous. I might uh, maybe rent a place till they check it out. Dry spell heat wave creating prime conditions that have brought. There's some big fires going on in 13 states have burned 1,174,000-plus acres. Over 19,600 firefighters have been uh, involved in battling these places. Well, the warm conditions and uh, dries everything out, and there's your fires. If you have a credit score of 700 above, you can still get a low interest rate. We're talking about maybe in the low threes, and you're looking at maybe a 700-plus FICO. And uh, it's no longer the rule of thumb when you buy. It's about $600 per 100000 
So if you buy a $500,000 house, you figure 3000 a month, no more. Now, I was talking to a broker. She said it's more like uh, it could be down to $300 per 100000 which you see how low these interest rates are bringing it. Don't forget to add your taxes and insurance. Oh, out of breath. Uh, a lot more news going on, but uh, you'll like the Iceland uh and they, they had the new trial. I think I brought this up before, but they wanted to recap on this. So the results, it's major results when they cut the work week down, 40% increase in profit. People are happier for the four-day work week. So let's push for that. That'd be nice. So with that, Reef, let's move into our commercial. And we have a very interesting show coming up on Carmelita's Corner. Reef and I will be interviewing Carmelita and her husband on their big anniversary day. Let's find out what year that will be. And let's go on a commercial. Are you seeking the ultimate solution to the issue of financial generation during the pandemic? Do you want to forge an economic future through secrets discovered by a proven wealth builder? The guru of influential prestige, Jeffrey Levine, presents his findings through its breakout hit that people around the world are calling a game changer and the beginning of the shift from poverty to prosperity. Purchase your copy of Consistent Profitable Growth Map 2nd Edition and trend the discovery of this elite book on social media. When you finish reading the final sentence, your life will automatically awaken to its limitless potential. Text GLS to 55678. The Wealth Builders TV show on the JLS and EasyWay TV network spotlights six to seven-figure-plus income earners with a story to tell. Contact 877-399-2929 or email easywaynetwork at gmail.com if you would like to show your expertise on the Wealth Builders show stage, airing on Apple, Amazon, Roku, Google Play, Apple Store, DirecTV, and more to over 300 million homes. Text JLS to 556. We are living in a digital age, and we think it's safe to say that all businesses are needing to transition from traditional brick and mortar to broadcast. Everything is really about data collection and building a community. EasyWay Broadcasting has created a social network slash solution provider within the EasyWay network to help its members with this transition. Introducing the EasyWay Wall of Fame, a one-stop shop for business owners and influencers that help them to connect, grow, learn, and scale the EasyWay. Over the years, we have been building affiliates and partnerships in all genres. That means our platform utilizes all our members' businesses to provide services at a much lower cost, help sell their service, and promote their awareness to more potential customers. Through our new media empire, we have a reach to millions. Become an affiliate. Make money doing it the easy way. Create your free account today by visiting easywaywalloffame.com. Accelerate your influence through direct access to the right influencers. We have many TV shows that our members can be interviewed by. We have our own magazine and radio station to promote our Easy Way Wall of Fame members' profiles, which they control. The more friends you get, the bigger your business will grow. Join the Easy Way Wall of Fame community for free today. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And we have our uh, popular demand guest coming up here, Matt J. Doyle. I'm talking about multi-talented. Uh, this, this is really intriguing. Matt's uh, working in commercial real estate, and he's uh, continuing his acting career on top of that, also producing, and he's the host of The Artist Process, and he's also a Wall of Fame member. So I, I, I love the variety that we have here, Reef. Uh, we got Matt J. Doyle on with us. Matt, you on? 
Yes. There we are. Good morning, Matt. Jim. Good morning, Jim. Hey. Reetha, you remember Matt? <laughs> Absolutely. Good. Matt J. Doyle, Matt, you're a popular guy out there in the uh, – well, we got the acting and producing world and the real estate world. We got uh, a lot of questions there. See what's going on. But uh, Matt, you're uh, you you are on the Easy Way Wall of Fame, and uh, congratulations on that. And your uh, your license, you know, your how long have you been in your commercial real estate? And just to start off, Matt, what is it that you kind of you know brought you into the real estate field like that? Because it's it's lucrative and it can be challenging. Yeah, what what brought you into that, and and then you could follow up with what brought you into the field of acting and producing. Yeah, well, you know, it was approximately five years ago. Uh, I was talking to my wife Pat, and uh, we were just discussing what might be a good thing to do for you know extra cash. So we thought real estate might be a good thing to do because I've done a few re, uh, real estate courses at community college. So uh, I got my real estate agent license and started working for Century 21, worked with them for a couple of years, then got my broker's license, and uh, I changed to commercial real estate, which I've been doing for about a year, uh, with Marcus and Millichap, a top commercial real estate company. They make uh, more than their next two competitors combined in uh, sales. Wow. So, Reese, there's a lot of interesting stuff. I know Reese is... Uh dying to get uh, some of these questions because the commercial real estate field and with what's going on with the pandemic and everything you got low rates which are helping people and real quick all right so a young couple comes up matt and what are they putting down now because it used to be 20 percent, but i hear they're going down to uh to even five percent right yeah it just depends on what type of loan they get jim that is correct yeah which, and commercial like, real estate's a little bit different than just buying totally. your own house. Um, oh, yeah. I, I've worked with Mar- Marcus Millich and Millichap before, and I love my broker. I, I know that you're a good broker. Um, so is the the real estate market, when you're looking at multiple how, multiple family dwellings, how is that going now? Uh, that just depends. I'm actually an industrial, so I'm not an expert in multifamily, oh. but I I know that our company does that as well. But I chose to do industrial, which is quite interesting. Now, what's industrial? industrial? Yeah, well, it, uh, it, like what's that's that's very intriguing too. What's going on there? Because I heard up in Frisco, a lot of places and businesses are vacant. I mean, how's it going in L.A.? Uh, industrial has been pretty strong compared to other areas like retail. Uh, multi-family has been okay, but industrial, yeah, has stayed strong during the pandemic, Jim and Rita. Wow. Well, what's, what's, what's classified as industrial? Well, a property that I listed, uh, there was a tenant in there doing auto repair, and there was a tenant in there doing uh, tea manufacturing. So just manufacturing and you know, machine, auto repair, just industrial uh, type, you know, places. So, oh. so even with this pandemic and so many people out of work and businesses closing, hasn't that affected the, the industrial market somewhat or no? Uh, not industrial, thank God. But And also industrial includes the, the marijuana, uh, you know, what do you call it, warehousing 
uh, cultivating. Yeah. Mm. So that's been strong. Uh, and just all, all over industrial has been good during the pandemic for some reason, which has been you know very fortunate for us. So Well, we always need our services. So if yeah. you need your car repaired, warehousing stuff, it's not like you can just stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And with the warehousing, like there's been an, a lot of online uh, purchasing, and that's industrial as well. So, and uh, you know, so it's a totally different ballpark there. Uh, when you're talking about buying an industrial piece of property, say someone who's one of our listeners is out there thinking, you know, I, I might want to start a, a business and and purchase a property. Now, would it be better if they they say they find a 5,000 square foot uh, building somewhere. Would it be better to lease it or do you think try to purchase it? Is it difficult purchasing as far as down payments and credit? Uh, luckily, it's it's good, you know, similar to housing, thanks to the low interest rates that are still available as well. And they can get different types of loans specified to uh, industrial businesses. So that's good as well. So, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's okay, but uh, I, w- I would – advised to either buy or lease i mean they're both good just depends on you know what you want to do yeah yeah and i don't know it's it's a it's a big question mark because is it opened up enough that it could be lucrative or do you think it's taking kind of a gamble to uh to get into business and open up and purchase a building i i suppose things are opening up so it should be a strong market now i i would imagine are interest rates kind of the same for real estate, uh, industrial, as it is for yeah, housing? Exactly, yeah, they're still low, Jim, yeah. Wow. So this is a super opportunity uh, for people to come along. Okay, on the average, a young couple comes up, you know, 30, 40 years old, they want to purchase a property if we switch back to what she used to do. What's the average down they're coming up with? The average down? Yeah. You know, it used uh, to be 20% the banks wanted, but now it's got to be a lot lower because that'd be too much to come up with with the high prices. Yeah, I would say 10, around 10. About 10. Yeah. 10 on average, maybe around. We're, are the interest rates the same on industrial where you're looking at maybe 3% like in, in a single-family home, uh, or yeah. are they a little higher? They're the same. Uh, okay. Similar, yeah. Okay. All right, so – in. So, as far as Matt, you're, you're a guy that's involved in a lot of different things. You're involved in the real estate. Now, tell us a little bit about your acting. Yeah, oh. you got your artist process and so on. So much going on. Congratulations, Matt. Oh, thank you, Jim. Thank you, Rita. Yeah. Uh, well, interestingly enough, I have a part coming up with uh, Rita that we're aiming to shoot next weekend. It's a special episode of the artist process. Uh, Rita and I will be doing a scene together, and then uh, that will be promoted. And I believe Eric's going to going to put it on uh, pay per view. So we'll uh, promote that heavily online, and hopefully, you know, make some money. <laughs> yeah, that's always a good thing. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, How did you get into acting? Oh, it's just something that I've always wanted to do, but it was just a timing issue. So I really revived my career here in the USA in 2008. But uh, just lately I've been getting a lot of auditions. I was chatting to Rita on the phone uh, last week and 
you said you have been too, right, Rita? I have been inundated with auditions <laughs> and booking things. I'm I'm shooting three commercials within the next two weeks. I have turned down auditions, which I never thought I would say. I've turned down <laughs> two or three auditions. It, it's it's been it's like the pandemic closed everything down in Hollywood. And now they're just yeah. booming with looking for yeah. content. <laughs> yeah, I found the same thing. I've been getting a lot of auditions, but uh, hey, that's okay. Yeah, I haven't been lucky. Yeah, I haven't turned down any yet, but uh, um, so you must be in a great position to do that. I mean, especially with your resume that you have. So I just hope that well, I can well, follow in your. Look at her fame and fortune, right? I mean, recently. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm looking forward to working with you, Matt. Um, now, is your show, The Artist Process, currently airing? Yeah, currently on the Easy Way TV network, including Roku, Amazon, Apple, and uh, everything else that Eric has it on. As you know, he has a huge network. <laughs> well, and, tell uh, us about your easy. Tell us about your Easy Way experience when you came across Eric, and uh, you're on the wall. Uh, tell us a little bit about. The, you know how that changed things for you oh yeah well i originally met eric it would be at least 10 years ago i, I would think uh, i was in i was doing an acting class and i met a guy that i was uh doing acting with and he was helping eric with an event and he said he invited me and that's where i first saw eric and then uh, we got to know each other and him and i have had a really good friendship uh, we've been able to work together on a lot of things. We've really expanded our IMDBs together. I'm on the wall of fame. I believe I've had over 1,500 views to my profile. And wow. I, yeah, I constantly, like I post on there regularly and uh, people are, you know, wanting to be my friend and following me. And so I'm interacting with them as well. And just networking, getting to know great people, uh, you know, and doing as much okay. as I can. Uh, yeah, so I've grown a lot with, with Eric, especially our IMDBs. They've, they've gone out of control. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, a game-changer when you meet Eric, that's for sure. But, uh, you know, congratulations on, on your moving into the uh, – now, are you enjoying that a little bit more? Because I know it's a totally different situation going from open houses and selling to, you know, uh, families to the industrial world. Are you enjoying the uh, industrial market and real estate more? Yeah, it was a great move, and you know, I've done well so far. Uh, fingers uh, touch wood. <laughs> and, An interesting uh, field. Yeah, it's in, very interesting. I like it. Uh, I'm enjoying it, and I'm enjoying doing the acting and producing as well, and just working hard and uh, seeing the results, you know, crystallize. It's it's just great to to see your hard work get rewarded, and uh, you know, I have big dreams and. You know, I'm hoping that those dreams will continue to be fulfilled for me and all the well, people what, that I'm associated associated with. Sorry, go ahead. Well, you know, you know, you you mentioned IMDb. Yeah. I know IMDb is important, but tell people first of all, it, it stands for Internet Movie Database. A lot of people don't even know what it stands for. How important is IMDb? Do you think for an actor, or even for someone looking to find out information about an actor? It's very important because it comes up when people search for your name at the top of the searches on Google. 
So they, they pretty much just check that out to see your credits. And as you know, Rita, you know, it's, it's probably helping you get a lot of auditions and it's helping me the same way, getting auditions and getting work. Totally. So what's, yeah. uh, what's on the table for Matt, uh, as far as producing goes and what do you, uh, what do you see in the future plans for you? To continue producing the two, my two main shows, the artist process and tap interviews and to uh, start producing some short films, some independent films, and then uh, hopefully some feature films and, and network TV shows. And, I'm and thinking of combining some, yes. something. What do you think, Reed? Matt could do some kind of show where he, he has, you know, opened the door to maybe influence people on in starting their own business and getting involved in real estate, but in a different perspective with the industrial side. Maybe you could do a little show around that. Uh, what do you think? What do I think? Oh, I, I, I hear quiet. I don't know. Is that a complicated one? Yeah, what do you think about doing a show around, <laughs> in a, oops, around uh, industrial real estate uh, views and so on? Sounds interesting, Jim. I thought you were asking Rita that question. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, well, yeah, I don't have an answer to that. <laughs> Rita's a little bit more in the uh, residential and apartments and so on uh, with her vast empire. But uh, I, I, I'm thinking that might open doors where you could film some of your situations, you know, what some of the buildings are like. Because I've seen the, the home shows where they, the realtor goes and shows the different properties and they compete with each other and so on. I, do you have any particular properties? we got to wrap up here, but that kind of stand out that you found intriguing that you uh, had listed or uh, found one or uh, the other did. as far as, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, well, we did, uh, we did an evaluation for a guy that had a machine, uh, you know, a machine place where he machined things, and that was interesting, just seeing the, the equipment and how he operates. So, now, yeah, that if was somebody good. wanted, if if somebody wanted to purchase that property, say it's a machine shop, is is can you bring into a, a play something called asset based lending, where you could, they could actually borrow on the assets while they're purchasing the property? You ever heard of that? Yeah, yeah, they could do that. Yes. Oh, that's that's a, that's another way of putting some down payment down, securing the property. I know yeah, Rita's thinking about that, a machine shop. Rita's machinery. Yep, yep, I could see it. No, no, that's and above the my pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> Although I can do my wanna... drill presses, I must admit. Yeah, I I could see you making, uh, you know, making things out of steel, like these sculptures and everything. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know if that's going to happen. But, uh, Matt, we want to thank you for coming on. This is, you know, see how... And like when you were on about five months ago, we wanted to see what happened. And now look at now you're from where you're at, you're going in industrial real estate. Congratulations there. And uh, what's next for Matt? Boy, this is going to be intriguing when we have you on in a few more months, see where it's all heading. But thank you again for coming on, Matt. We got to move into our commercial and then we have a very interesting segment. Uh, so stay tuned for our Carmelita's Corner where we will actually, Reese and I, be interviewing Carmelita and her husband, Jerry. Thank Absolutely. you, Jim. Thank you, Rita. And thank you, Eric. Thank, thank you. you. We, uh, Looking I'll to grow and align your brand with... <laughs> Looking to grow and align your brand with celebrities and other established brands? Your brand is all about your entire customer experience. Everything from your logo, your website, your social media experiences, the way you answer the phone, to the way your customers experience your staff. 
So why not let us help you get your branding right from the start? At Easy Way Promotions, we are a new class of professionals providing first-class online branding, promotion, social media, website development, editing, graphic design, public relations, media, SEO, and online advertising to give your business the competitive edge to stand out. Our highly experienced experts will not only help you increase your online presence, but also provide you with a proven online strategy to help you increase the value of your company and make acquiring new customers easier. So what are you waiting for? Contact us today and let us help you grow your business exponentially. For more information, contact 424-209-9290 or visit easywaypromotions.com. That's letter E, letter Z. We also encourage you to like our Facebook page at Easy Way Promotions. You are about to experience Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's song, Rosebud, made it to the top 40s with the godfather of soul, James Brown. She's the founder of the Rose Breast Cancer Society. Now here's your host, Carmelita Pittman. Okay. Well, hello there. We're looking for Jim Zuli and Rita Gray. We're here. Okay. Hear me? I was talking. I was going to say we have a we do have Carmelita here, but we're having a special, special, special Carmelita's corner today because Absolutely. not only will we have Carmelita Pittman, we will also have Jerry Pittman, and we're flipping the script. We're going to interview them, Carmelita uh, and are. Jerry. How are you? Re- Good morning, Rita. Am I on? Good morning, Rita. Good morning. Yeah, well, we're we're fine. We're celebrating forty six years of marriage on Carmelita's Corner. Forty six years of marriage. Yes, ma'am. That that does not happen in Hollywood. It doesn't happen anywhere. Congratulations, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Reese. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you, Jim. Okay, here I am. So, Jerry, Carmelina, yes. Jerry, I'm just from Reese and I and everybody out there, a super congratulations on 46 years. Um, just so much, and we go back, and I'll tell you, you know, we have, uh, well, I just wanted to mention Carmelita is established as a fine performing artist, best-selling author, founder of the Rose Breast Cancer Society, a 501c3 nonprofit and uh, organization and a living memorial for her mother. And uh, she's Rose Breast Cancer Society. And Carmelita, we have, we have seen you at so many events and your, your talent, you know, a lot of people don't realize her uh, Carmelita's love of music has led her to perform in Las Vegas, Hollywood, Beverly Hills, and hosted Carmelita's corner, which is here we are. And, uh, and her husband Jerry, and from Florida, I believe Jerry, right? And uh, that's right, Jim. <laughs> West Palm Beach, Florida. Now here and, we got uh, a lot of history there too. And the problem is, if I keep going on and on, I'll say, well, thank you guys for the show because their bios go so long. But 
Uh, Jerry is Martin Luther King's second cousin, right, Jerry? Yes, sir. yes, I am. Well, actually, my mother was a second cousin. I'm, I'm uh, the son of his second cousin. Uh, oh, wow. My mother, my mother was his second cousin, and so I'm, all, I'm down the chain. But uh, you know, we all got here pretty safely. <laughs> and and <laughs> Jerry's a little bit on the quiet side because uh, you know Carmelita's out there, but. Uh, Jerry was in the music world, CNN, NBC, singer with the casinos, and yeah. uh, road manager uh, for yeah. Booker T and, and, the, uh, MGs. and the MGs. Right. So, yeah. and, and here, with all that, he kind of stays on the side and doesn't say much. But that's a lot. I mean, I give you guys credit. Uh, have you ever think of going, you know, had the ideas of going on the road together? <laughs> No, Jim, not now. I mean, maybe uh, 30, 40 years ago, but not now. You know, no. ages, ages beat me down. But uh, well, that's what that's what he says. But age is just a number to me. <laughs> yes, that's true. Jerry, you can probably so answer this question for me. What did the yeah. MG stand for in Booker T and the MGs? Memphis Group. Memphis group. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, and they they uh played with everybody from Bill Withers to oh all of the Stax uh performers. They were the backup band for almost everybody on Stax Records. Wow. And, and I, I forgot to mention the fact that uh, Carmelita in 2017 and 18, she held the title as Miss Elegance USA International Woman of Achievement. Pretty. So, question, Jerry. Yeah. How do you keep up with Carmelita? I can't. I don't try. I don't try to. She's into everything. I mean, she doesn't turn down anything. You know, you gotta, you gotta breathe a little. So I, I don't even try to keep up with Carmelita. She's all over the board. But listen, you know, the time is going so fast, and uh, I would like everybody to hear our music. Um, uh, If we could just give them a little quick concert, and I just want to set this up. The first selection is Rosebud, which my husband uh, has produced all of these selections, and that one I composed on my own, but... The next one, Isn't It Lonely, was the flip side of a 45, which is now a rare collectible over in the United Kingdom, Australia, I was Japan. Say. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and and it actually made the top 40 with, uh, as the announcement always comes on with the godfather, the late godfather, Soul James Brown. James but Brown. the flip side, Isn't It Lonely, is the one that seemed like it really caught on more than Rosebud, even though that was Jerry's and mine's favorite. There we go. Rosebud.
Okay, that's it. Okay, but then the next one was Isn't It Lonely? Let's hear that one. So many other things that I could do, baby Ooh. But something came over me I knew that I just didn't want to be You're on the side of the recipe So now that it's happened to you Isn't it lonely? Isn't it lonely? Can you tell me Isn't how does it feel, baby? Isn't it Because if he did, he'd be right here Gonna get myself together Until I'm feeling better Then I'm gonna take my time Go out and make my Because Jerry was the one knocking at the door. Yeah, but uh, I guess we're out of time. Yeah, but we got the. the well, we've got a few more minutes. <laughs> well, I was talking you'd hear say, at what, least. What year? <laughs> what, what year the end was of the that? song? Huh? What, what year was that produced in? 1973. 1973. Uh, no, 1974. You, uh, well, it was released in Yes, the same year we actually got married. Oh well, I've got to say your voice has not changed. You still have a lovely voice, and I I understand why that's a collectible. Thank you, Rita. I appreciate that. It, it is. Matter of fact, uh, we just got an order for some more records about a month ago. Some of the old records, which is not too bad. Something so old. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, things have been good for us, uh, and we... Uh, <coughs> yeah, can, uh, you know, there is a little bit of time to hear the next two songs by uh, our Cy Hightower, who is the artist who my husband produced. So we won't say anything else. We'll just say goodbye now and let everybody wow. hear the music. we got so much more to talk about, but okay, we'll
And some of these programs, even if you never use them, they load and they run in the background. And that's why you're running slow. That's why you're not hearing things. It can interfere with a lot of things that you want to do, and you don't even know what's happening. So I want to recommend that today or next week, sometimes when you have time, sit down and look at your phone. Look at some of those programs that you have first because they take up a lot of space and they can really slow your phone or your tablet or your computer down. Go in there and delete those programs that you never use. Then the programs that you do use, go in and see if you need to keep all of that stuff. I've got pictures that I didn't want to use them at the time and I'm not going to ever use them or look at them again. Go in, look at those pictures, delete some of them. If you want to keep them, load them onto a hard drive or even up into the cloud if you if you have a, a cloud storage. But don't let them just reside on your device. And then go through and look at maybe the documents that you have there, things that you put. For me, I transfer every phone to the next phone. So I've got all kinds of space on my phone, but I'm taking up too much of it with worthless stuff. So go in there, delete those documents, delete those that half novel that you never finished, or, again, load it up to the cloud so you don't keep all that space on your device. You don't know they're running, but they're actually running in the background. They're taking up space and they're slowing you down. So that's my tech time for this week. Remember, if you haven't used it in three or four years, you probably never will. Okay, that was my tech time, Jim. What about your Jim? Okay, baby, okay boomers, baby boomers, it's time it's for Jim from Jim. Great. Well, we want to thank all our listeners for uh, lending an ear and celebrating. Carmelita and Jerry's 46 year. So with that said, I'm going to go into, we had our guest, Matt J. Doyle. You know, he made some changes in his life. But there's a thing in in the uh, psychology books, it's called entrenchment. We get used to a certain way of life, and we don't want change because we're comfortable where we're at. And sometimes that can stop you from moving ahead and uh, accomplishing things that may be taking you to a different level financially in your life uh, by taking a chance. So I found a little article here, and it's in Harvard Business Review, 10 Reasons People Resist Change. So it starts out, leadership is about change, but what is a leader to do when faced with ubiquitous resistance? Resistance to change manifests itself in many ways. From foot dragging and inertia to petty sabotage to outright rebellion. The best tools for leaders of change is to understand the predictable. So I'm going to give you their, a couple on their list here, 10 reasons why people resist change. One is loss of control. Change interferes with auto, what is it, uh, automatic response and can make people feel that they've lost control over their territory. It's not just political as who is in power, see. Excess uncertainty, if change feels like walking off a 
cliff blindfolded, then people will reject it. People will often refer or prefer to remain mired in misery than to head towards the unknown. I can relate that a little bit to when I work around the house and I do something I'm familiar with, I'll go knock it out quick. But if it's a different format, like uh, angle cutting on an on unusual corner that's not square, it, I'll, I'll put it off for a little while. So basically, better the devil you know than the devil you don't know. To overcome inertia requires a sense of safety as well as inspiring vision. Leaders should create certainty of process with clear, simple steps and timetables. And that's what it is with that, uh, what the situation is telling you about. Surprise, surprise, decision imposed on people suddenly with no time to get used to the idea, prepare for the consequences are generally resisted. It's easier to say no than yes. Everything seems different. Change is meant to bring something different, but how different? We are creatures of habit. Routines become automatic, but change jolts us into consciousness. Sometimes it's uncomfortable ways. Too many differences can be distracting or confusing. So you see why people don't want to go, and they may not want to face change. A loss of face. By definition, change is a departure from the past. Those people associate with the last version, that one that didn't work or the one that's being superseded are like to be defensive about it. All right, concerns about competence. Can I do it? Change is resisted when it makes people feel stupid. They may express skepticism about whether the new software version will work or whether digital journalism is really is an improvement or not. But down deep, they are worried that their skills will be obsolete. Leaders should overinvest structural reassurance, providing abundant information, education, training, mentors, and support systems. A period of overlap running two systems simultaneously helps ease tensions. So you're not going along at 40 miles an hour and just making a right turn. No, you gradually make the turn. And that's uh, that partially common sense. The ripple effect. Like tossing a pebble into a pond, change creates ripples. Reaching distant spots in ever-widening circles, the ripples disrupt other departments, important customers, people well outside the venture of the neighborhood, And, well, you know, they start to push back, rebelling. We all know that. Uh, You know, you're you're trying to push away change because you're used to what you have. Changes that had nothing to do with that interfere with their own activities. Leaders should enlarge the circle of stakeholders. They must consider all affected parties, however distance, and work with them to optimize disruption. Then you got past resentments. The ghosts of the past are always lying in wait to haunt us. As long as everything is in a steady state, they remain out of sight. But the minute you need corporate or cooperation for something new or different, the ghosts string into action. Older wounds open historic resentments are remembered, sometimes going back generations. Leaders should consider gestures to heal the past before sailing into the future. Sometimes the threat is real. Now we get into true pain in politics. Change is resisted because it can hurt. 
When new technologies dis- displace old ones, jobs can be lost. Prices can be cut. Investments can be wiped out. The best thing leaders can do when the change they seek pose significant threat is to be honest, transparent, fast, and fair. For example, one big layoff with strong transition, assist is better than successive waves of cuts. <clears throat> In other words, it's bending a little bit, you know, not the too radical a change. Although leaders can't always make people feel comfortable with change, they can minimize discomfort. Diagnosing the sources of resistance is the first step towards a good solution, and p- feedback from the resistors can even be helpful in improving the process of gaining acceptance and change. So that just gives you a little idea about, uh, you know, when you're about to take a step, uh, it, it can seem a little intimidating. It's like you have the old cell phone. I don't want to get the new cell phone. It's too complicated. But, you know, it's a good feeling once you take that step and you find out that maybe the change wasn't so bad. Like when I, you know, I'm putting up some crown molding or something, it's, it's the 45 is easy. But when you get into a curve change, like, oh, boy, this is complicated. But once you start learning how to do it and take the steps, you know, the slow steps, trial and error, and then you get it down, it's a good feeling. Plus, it also, when you're delving into those areas, learning new things, say you pick up the piano, a language or something, it helps time if you're getting older because it boosts brain enhancement. It, it can boost boost your brain. And when you stay to the norm, you're not challenging your brain. And it's actually, like I've said in a different show, uh, there's certain things you can do. There's crossword puzzles to make yourself think. When you're starting a new business, you're going to be learning a lot of stuff. And and I mentioned juggling and magic, magic acts, because it boggles the mind. The mind goes crazy trying to think how to do that. If you're juggling, it, your mind is thinking quick on how to do two balls to three balls, et cetera. And you know, if you're learning whatever it is, in the long run, it's beneficial because you're adding more to your uh, your repertoire of talents, and you're getting smarter as you go along. So, what do you think, Reith? Do we still got Reith Whoops? Okay, Reith may have gone to. I addition. love change. There she is. I absolutely love change. I embrace change. I it live is. my life with change going on every day. So. <laughs> See. And, you know, they call it, Reith, you've probably heard the term entrenchment. People get used to a routine, and they're comfortable with it. You know, they go home, they watch some TV, have a sandwich, and something new comes up, they might check the Internet out and go, you know, about starting your own business. And a lot of people move on because, oh, I don't want to bother with that. But, you know, once you start getting involved in some of these things, like have there ever been roles that you might not be familiar with and you may not want to go there because it's a different type of acting for you? Uh, maybe with the tech and the blending in with a cartoon version, animated version, you have to learn new stuff. You ever come across anything like that that's a little different than what you used to? In the like acting? I said, like I said, I embrace change. So I, anything that's new and adventurous and exciting, I'm all for it. As I'm getting older, I don't like doing the dangerous stuff, but I embrace change. Well, you know, it's uh, it's fun. I think, right? You know, picking up some, you're picking up something new. Now, you must have come across. Is there any particular things that might pop out when you're on set? You did Betty White's Off the Rockers, you know, and uh, 
and different shows that you've done. Is there anything come up that you were kind of surprised, like, oh, I'm not familiar with that particular situation? No. And you, nothing really? No, no. Uh, <laughs> like, you like being prepared for, for what you do. You know, when you, uh, you uh, have to no, know the I'm lines. I'm an adventurer. I'm really an adventurer. So I'm for anything. When I was younger, if they said, do you ride horses? I'd say yes. And then I'd learn how to ride the way they wanted me to ride. And do you ice skate? Right. Oh, of course I ice skate. And then I'd go down to the rink and, you know, I had been on the ice twice in my life, but I would figure out how to be able to do it enough to fake it. So, you yeah. know, I, I like change. I like doing new things. Um, I've swam with shark, not for movies, just because I wanted to. So yeah. I, I like working on new things. The one thing that I haven't done that I still might do that's kind of dangerous is white water rafting. But uh, Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. But we're, we're out of, we're out of the, time, Jim. You're coming to the end of time. Remember the live Easy Way Experience meet and greet August 25th on Zoom. All right, interact. The speakers showcase. We got platinum speakers, uh, educators on how to education on how to, you know, work with the wall. And this is really we and got. That's uh, going to be on Zoom. Yeah, it's going to be on Zoom. We got 530 oh. qualified members on the wall, and on the Zoom we're going to have. Uh, some very interesting speakers, and uh, won't have be to drive. It'll be right there from your house. You'll be able to watch. You got it. And learn. That's great. Oh yeah. But brief with that, I'm, it goes by fast. And we want to thank Carmelita and congratulate Carmelita and Jerry. Forty-six years, and thank Matt J. Doyle for coming on with us. And uh, until next Monday morning, Reef, we're going to be signing out again. Boy, it sure goes fast, doesn't it? It does. It does. So we will see you next Monday morning, 10 a.m. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, and we'll see you then. So long, Radio Boomers Live guys, signing out. Thank you for listening to Radio Boomers Live with your host, Rita Gray, star Betty White's Off Their Rockers, and EZ's dad, Jim Zuli. Like us on Facebook, Follow us on Twitter at Radio Boomers Live. Radio Boomers Live is brought to you by the Easy Way Broadcasting Network. That's the letter E, the letter Z, Broadcasting Network.